almost a year into it. We'll get it eventually. I'll never get it. It'll be season 10. <laughs> and something we'll to look forward to. <laughs> something to live for. You gotta have a goal. So, I know it was probably hard to, like, not be here. So and hard. listen and hear, I had thoughts on that episode. I <laughs> some of them not as much, but some episodes I was like, oh, God, what did we do with this one? <laughs> okay. But what was your what was your favorite one to listen to while you were on? Oh, God. So I really enjoyed the one that Josh and Nate did. That was the one I was most worried about just yeah. because I talk about Nate a lot. And so I was waiting for some, you know, getting back what I had put out there. Yeah. Like karma coming back around. <laughs> but it wasn't too bad. I liked listening to that one. I really liked the one that Josh and Kayla did, too, though. Yeah, I, 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 was... <laughs> I knew it would be interesting, but it was very funny. I And I'm proud of Nate and Josh, too. Yeah, I was... I was like, there, there you go. I even had to tell him that. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> but I really like listening to all of them, honestly. I missed being here, but I liked listening to them. What was one, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to bum you up, but what was <laughs> one What was one episode where you were like, that really hurt you to not get to cover? Oh, so really, honestly, we don't fight at weddings. I really wish oh. I had been here for that one because I liked that it, episode so much. So good. That one, the college try one, honestly, the Easter one. There was a lot that I was like, I really want to be there for that one. (laughs) Easter was fun. I debated on redoing the Easter one and letting Josh redo it with his dad because his dad doesn't watch, like has absolutely no idea. So we thought about just having him watch Super Hard Easter with with no no context. context. (laughs) Just like here, watch the show. (laughs) But uh, Can you imagine throwing somebody into the middle of like a like here figure it out (laughs) figure it out (laughs) yes so okay everybody obviously big news (laughs) so welcome back to not my forte i'm megan cottrell your host and i'm back bitches (laughs) amber franzman co-host extraordinary chair Does it feel good? It does. The imprint of my butt's still here, so <laughs> that wasn't taken away. <laughs> it, we have all missed you. And I every time, you know, we would go through an episode two, I'd be like, Amber would think this. I really me. appreciate, like, I appreciated all the little shout outs because you knew. You just know my mind so well that everything that you interjected was 100% correct. Yes, Megan, you're right. I would feel that way about this. <laughs> Josh was, at one point was like, I can't be Amber. I don't. <laughs> I know that you're wanting a response, but I can't give that to you. <laughs> Just I'm, tell me what you want. I'm here for you now, Megan. <laughs> and I think he has grown in his appreciation of Riley and Jonesy because I, of us. You know, just even just listening to the podcast and not talking to, like, Megan and I corresponded throughout my absence, but I didn't talk to Josh while I was gone. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Josh. But I feel like even just listening that he is coming around to, yes. to R&J and the wonder that they are. Exactly. He even said, I think it was just this past episode with him and Kayla that he's started to actually pay more attention to storyline yeah that yes because i listened to that podcast today before i came and you do you have to pay attention to and but when you start paying attention to that i think you do develop a certain amount of respect for individual characters whether you like them or not whether they're your favorite or you know you're thirsty for them but (laughs) it's interesting on a casual watch through of a lot of these episodes 
I had, you know, my favorites that are pretty much like the fan favorites, mm-hmm. you know, like Wayne and Katie and, you know, Derry and Dan and all this other stuff. But then when you, when I, anyway, started paying attention to plot, I really, really appreciate the external characters. Yes. And then sometimes the main characters start to piss me off. I was about to say that. As soon as you said that, <laughs> fan favorite, Wayne and Katie. They're two of my not as favorites. <laughs> right now. Anymore. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's like a gradual tra- shift. I think when you go through and you kind of dissect the episodes the way that we, we now, because I'm back again, <laughs> the way that we have been, you start to notice certain things that on a, just a casual watch, you don't notice. Yes. And I've also noticed that some episodes that I didn't think I liked as much, the first time I just casually watched them, I liked them more. And then you said some of the characters that, like, oh, yeah, who's your favorite? Wayne, of course. But Izzy. But, yeah, but Izzy, though, and explain why. Yeah. <laughs> in, a short, in a short essay, tell me why. God bless Kayla, because she took Hard Right J for me. Oh, that was, I was, so you said, which one did you really miss being able to talk about? Mm-hmm. The ones that I was really glad I didn't have to talk about. I'm glad I didn't have to do that one. Yes, but I will say, <laughs> and on, they still did a good job yeah, on it. They I don't did feel so like I would have been able to do that one as much justice as they did. It's episode three, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm just Always like on the skate. It's episode three. I'm just not really into them, and I don't. Maybe it's mentality that I've gotten into You're now. You're like, oh, this is episode three. It's gonna. I'm, suck. I'm automatically <laughs> not gonna like it. But I go in pre-hating it. In watching it though, and listening to, because I helped edit that one with Josh a little bit it was really funny to see insights because I think it was a less desirable one you know what I mean yeah I I like ours on the ones that we like less because we have to try (laughs) maybe maybe that's when we really shine because they're like oh this is a great episode we just love it our boys are so cute but the ones we don't like as much we have to put forth some more efforts and maybe we get into more weird stuff Overall, for this episode, I really enjoyed it a lot. This was a, a good one. This was one of the ones that I don't like it as much as I liked the, the first two. It was like the first two episodes. Yeah. I loved. The third one was like, meh. And then I'm trying to think about what the fourth one was. I watched it, the, but I haven't heard the podcast for it yet. We're on 5-5, five, five, right? Yes. The last one was Letter Kenny Spelling Bee. The Spelling Bee. And that was another just okay one for yeah. me. Like, parts of it were funny and parts of it were okay. Uh, this one... This one I liked, though. I agree. I'm kind of along the same lines. I had Maybe it. that's what I miss so much, because sometimes... <laughs> I don't know if Josh we just is think like... the same. Yeah. It's easy to get along a, with somebody that's exactly like you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you help me reassure my opinion. <laughs> my good taste. Like, you get, what did you say? I've listened to all the podcasts fairly recently, but in one of the more recent ones... You said, that's your opinion, but you're wrong. Something (laughs) along those lines. I was paraphrasing. But I agreed with your sentiment. Okay, I guess we should get into this where we will talk. We'll talk about everything that we have missed since you've gone. I feel like I've been gone a really long time. It does feel like it. I I guess I have been. Y'all, Amber, I don't know if you were listening to it and just were all of a sudden, I miss it, I'm going to be back right now. But I didn't think you would get to come back until the end of the season. Well, so last Tuesday, and it was... Tuesday during the day, I think Nate was just kind of really feeling confident in his parenting skills because he has not been left alone with the two littles for any kind of extended period of time. And he was like, 
you could probably tell Megan you could go back today. And today seems like short notice, but maybe I'll let her know. I'm sure they probably either have somebody already planned for today. They already have their notes for today. But I'll, I'll tell her that I can come back next week and that will give, you know, some time. And then today as I was, I literally got to the door to leave and the baby started fussing. So oh. then I was like, all right, let me... Dexter calls it milking her, like when I nurse her, he says, you gotta, <laughs> I saw today. you gotta milk the baby, so milk I milked the baby. the baby, and then I left, but it's kind of one of those things. I worry about the babies, but I also worry about the husband, like, <laughs> yes. are you all gonna be okay? But Scarlett's there with him, and she's she can be a big help. And she's the calming presence. <laughs> She's like, okay, I need you to take your brother and just go into your room for a little bit so I don't have a meltdown. So I we'll see that. how it goes when I get back. I have my phone turned off now, so we'll see. I'll how try. It goes when I get back in the car. <laughs> I'll, I'll try not to steal you for too long because we can literally go for hours, but I'm, I'll try not to do that tonight. Megan can go for hours. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I've missed being here. I know. I, I've missed it too. The only thing is that now. I was a little bit scatterbrained when we were talking about you coming back because we're technically, I think we're like one ahead. Yeah. So when you asked me to come back, okay, which one is she coming back for? Well, when I listened to the episode today, I was like, should I double check? Am I doing the notes for the right episode? But then I saw you and said you guys were a little ahead. Yes. So I I don't have anything for previously on because I don't know the previously on yet. Yeah. (laughs) I had written down previously on, but I didn't have anything. I've got a few things for what's the scoop, but nothing previously on you want to mention. Well, I had a question about one. So it was not the Hard Right J episode, but the one before that where he's introduced in the Dark Web episode. Yeah. You said he reminded you of somebody, and I have to ask because the name was bleeped out, but was it... No, I didn't even think about that. He reminds me of him so much. And I was like, I think I know who they bleeped out, but I'm going to double check. You know this person tangentially, but not well. Not well. It is someone I met through Josh, but I will show you a picture of him right now because you... And I'll see if if I find them familiar. That's who that reminded me of as far as person I knew in real life. We'll get into this too. And it's not, we're not even started. Why is this, we we're not even started. We haven't listen, even got to the we, we, su- we will. We're okay, before we do, I have heard people make this silly comment that beards are the push up bras for men, right? Yes. Have you seen Jay with a beard? No, but I'll agree with that sentiment. You agree? See, you like you like a good beard. I do I like a good do beard. Sometimes. I don't like it, one on Josh. I was going to say, it can depend on the guy. It's hard to picture Josh with a beard, but I've never seen him with a beard, so I don't know. A good beard. A scraggly beard? Patchy beard? No. A neck beard? No. But a good beard. See? I mean, yeah. Where is his... But there's a really good one if I can just find his heckin... I mustache no <laughs> mustache hard no <laughs> there's a picture of mustache like even with the bit of fuzzy there that he yeah. has looks nice and he has such a baby face that I feel like a beard would help him have a more mature kind of look that's a pretty good one his hair looks really good in that one that's not the one I'm there's one in particular because it's grown uh-huh. out a little bit 
Yeah, I was gonna say this all is like five o'clock shadowy kind of weird. Maybe that's his just his natural state. He doesn't <laughs> like to keep more than just a five o'clock shadow. I can't find it. I'll find it and send it to you. But I was okay, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, Jay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, you. It was some little interview with Seth Rogen that I saw, and he said that he realized that a beard could change the whole shape of his face. Yeah. And it really, it can. It I mean, does. if you can grow a good beard, you could look like a completely different, better looking person. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm... Well, darn it. <laughs> I don't have that power, but... All right. Okay, we've got to stop talking about the episode now. I suppose. All right. Hard Facts, Season 5, Episode 5, 32nd overall episode. June 29th, 2018 was the air date. Writer Jared Kiso and Jacob Tierney. Director Jacob Tierney. Now, I can't remember, but I don't think they have had any guest writers this season. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Unless it was on the very first episode. I don't think there has been one. I can't so. recall off the top of my head. And I did just listen to all of these podcasts. but I was kind of anticipating three might have been one. Because I was like, ah. Because you didn't like it as much. Because I didn't like it as much. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like, like a, that was a guest writer episode. But I don't think they have. So last season, they gave away their the finale. finale. And it really through me it wasn't a bad finale but it just was it the bay brothers was that the finale yes yeah it seemed like a strange finale episode to it, me too yeah it just it wasn't a bad episode it just felt like it shouldn't have been a finale yeah it was just a middle of the season episode yes and then the fact that they gave it to someone else just made me think i don't think this was supposed to be i don't know it was just the only one. thing that felt finale like to me was that it left on kind of a cliffhanger with the tannis thing yeah but other than that you're right i think the whole the episode overall didn't feel like a finale kind of episode yeah i feel like this is supposed to be four or yeah. something <laughs> maybe the episode before the finale yeah <laughs> all right so synopsis for the overall episode the hockey players try to win their first championship and Stuart is visited by some old friends and I will say, even just the synopsis, I like that this one wasn't really about the main characters as yeah. much. The whole storyline for this episode kind of centered around... Our boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, all, good episode. Shame enough to be a good episode. <laughs> wow, we're not biased at all. <laughs> no, but really, it it was kind of nice. And I told Josh even, one of these past episodes while you were gone... I'm kind of sick of following Wayne's Wait, love life he, around. We get it. You back and forth and different girls. At least let's look at Dan's love. Let's do something else because I am here for a storyline about Dan's love life. <laughs> I am too. That like would a make real me one. Happy. Yeah. We get little stuff later on, but even still, it it never is really a full blown storyline. Yeah, you get the small little tidbits, of the taking her to the chip truck or yeah. trying anal things, but <laughs> but not you're not introduced to an actual character, and it's not a fleshed out storyline. But I'd be here mm-hmm. for that. Last episode, as far as I remember, was the first full on Katie focused episode. I mean. She was kind of, you know, with Stuart and then little things that were not focused on her, but focused on her with guys. Mm-hmm. And last episode was just her just the spelling her bee. Individually, yeah. And that was the first one that I remember. Like that, that her storyline wasn't her adjacent to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode. Did you like her a little bit more? I do that? like her more. After this episode, last episode, I was like, okay, she's fine. And then this episode, I like her a lot more. She's doing better She's for me, <laughs> in my opinion. Are you still mad at her? So, uh, somewhere in my notes, 
I put that I think I still have a little bit of Katie hangover hate that I'm holding on to. Like you, were. <laughs> you still need to prove yourself to like, me, Katie. You gotta earn back a little bit more. Okay. It's easily broken. It's hard to earn back. <laughs> yes, I agree. All right, so you went shopping for a whiskey night the other day. From the kitchen, Katie comments on the enormous bottle of Gus and Brew, which the Hicks have acquired. Better to be looking at it than looking for it, notes Wayne. Katie reports that Gus has dropped a Mr. Big on the floor. Dan confirms he left a Hershey bar and Derry a Twix. Wayne defends Gus, saying that since he's turned 10, he should have a comfortable life as a senior. And Katie objects to stopping discipline because he's getting old. Wayne gives an unserious lecture to Gus. Which is so cute. <laughs> it is adorable. <laughs> Dan tries his hand using conflict resolution language he's learned from Professor Trisha. Wayne, unwilling to subject Gus to such language, sends him away and they can smell that Mr. Wonka has emptied his pockets in the other room and they start to search for it. And then Wayne says... Better to be looking at it than looking for it, eh? <laughs> How would you say the multiple of Twix? I wrote that down too. <laughs> Did I you? think because they obviously they always joke in there with the plurals uh-huh. is, and I think Twix is singular, singular and, and plural. plural. Same. <laughs> okay. God, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> we are the same. I am sad about the reference to chocolate because i love chocolate I know, that's I'm like i don't want to think about it y'all gross. are gross no, uh, no that is a huge bottle of gas and brew i wondered what if it was like a liter or more i don't know it was huge i can't imagine drinking that much liquor anymore like, i got a kind of a headache just looking at it especially because they just shoot it always oh, i know it's like making me salivate thinking about it <laughs> not in a good way that little kind of salivate yeah my body immediately if i'm going out for a quote-unquote night out my body's already before we leave craving water it's like you've already makes processed me thir- it yeah <laughs> my body's like please don't do this to me <laughs> i know it's coming let's go ahead and hydrate yes mix in a water and then we start off with katie kind of cooking yeah she was peeling carrots i think and that's the first evidence that I remember of her ever cooking. They talk about meals sometimes, but yeah, I don't think I've ever seen them actually cook. She was just cutting up, shaving carrots yeah. or whatever. And there was a crock pot there, so I'm assuming, I mean, crock pot meals are pretty, pretty Dump easy. stuff in and let it cook. I just, I found it strange. They do reference, I guess, cooking sometimes, but I don't know why it just never, Katie doesn't seem like a cook. I've never gotten a home cooker vibe from her either. I like their catchphrase for this episode better to be like looking at, at it than looking for it. I think it's cute. true for both things that they're talking about. I started writing down all the different candy bars that they called it, but then I think I had your mentality. It made me sad that they were comparing that to chocolate, so I just stopped. I got like three, and then I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Katie has every right to be pissed because it sounds like this is happening on a regular basis and Wayne's not doing anything. And Wayne's about not doing it. anything about it. She's the one cleaning it up, is what it seems like. And and Wayne's the one perpetuating too. the problem. That mm. would piss me off so like, bad. Alright, if you're gonna let your dog poop in the house, which is gross anyway, you at least be the one to clean it up if you're the one who's like, Oh no, I'm not gonna take him out. That would make me mad too. I will say though, that Gus is a very good boy because he just sits there and just doing whatever and Wayne's talking to they were pretty adorable it was. <laughs> wayne gets so defensive when his eyes open wide and he's just the seriousness of these accusations this is about to be a confrontation he is so defensive of Gus. i love it. and then when he puts him in the headlock <laughs> he goes, mm. <laughs> i thought it was adorable <laughs> 
and he just sits there and takes it. Such a good dog. He's a good dog. <laughs> when they start to say stuff, he goes, no, we never. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> no, we never. All right. Was that you leaving crispy crunchers all over the floor? Because that's a bad dog. Don't you do that again. That's bad. Lickety split. Oh, that's a wee bit aggressive. So one of the candy bars they reference is called a Big Turk, which I'd never heard of I've it before. I've never heard of that one either. And it is, it's a chocolate covered Turkish Delight, which is, I guess, it's and it's Canadian. Okay, so Turkish Delight always makes me think of Narnia. Isn't that what she gives him in... I don't know. It's been forever since I've seen that. Oh. Uh, Turkish Delight? But it always... It's like jelly. I was going to say, I know it's supposed to be some kind of treat, like a dessert, but it makes me think of turkey. And I, I don't know. Yeah. It makes me think savory, not sweet. From what I understand, but it's like a I'm chocolate covering and then the inside's jelly. I know. That seems strange. I know. Like, I like chocolate covered things, but chocolate covered jelly just seems... Like don't a, know that I'd get on board with yeah. that. Yeah. Like I said last time, I'm not really big on fruit in my chocolate <laughs> it, or like fruit taste in uh-huh. my chocolate yeah i was gonna say peanut butter sure but jelly nah when dan takes his turn to talk to him it is even cuter if that can even be possible no it totally is because i wrote that part down because it was my favorite gus how are you now now we've all noticed the coffee crisps around the house and that's completely natural and nothing for you to be embarrassed about but i am quite worried i'm gonna slip on one and take a full gainer or please look at me when i'm talking gus Now, while I know that that is my problem, I know you don't want this to happen any more than I do. So I'm hoping we can work together to find a resolution to this problem. Where he says, Gus, please look at me when I'm talking. (laughs) Because you know that had to just be ad lib, like completely improvisational because he's talking to him. And then Gus just looks away and he just doesn't even miss a beat. He just adds it in. And I I appreciate that about him. I loved that. I'm so surprised they didn't lose it. I I didn't lose it. (laughs) They all stay in character. Good for them. I can't. Well, I've talked to Josh about this and maybe we've talked about it. But could you imagine... Not even just being the characters, but the boom mic guy or the camera, the person behind the camera. You also have to keep it together because you can't make noise or they're going to break. I would never be able to do that. No. And that was, that was adorable. It was so cute. I love you, Daniel. I've had the, I've had to keep the Daniel and Glenn love alive even more so. And, and Tannis. I know. I was yeah. going to say, like, I appreciate all the Glenn and Tannis and Dan love in my absence because... Yes, I wasn't here for it, but you were here for it, so. And Josh, too. You guys did a good job of appreciating my I, people. <laughs> I think I think Josh already had a Tannis appreciation. <laughs> it's um, hard to not have a Tannis appreciation. Can't confirm. Yeah, she definitely did a 180. She, she came in way too hot for my liking, but then they did so well bringing her back to someone that's likable and fun. Yes. And she's, like, just part of the gang now, pretty much. I missed the old college try episode, too. That was another one. I think because Tannis was in it so much that yeah. I wish I had been here for that one. But I think you said she's always been kind of rough around the edges. Yeah. And it's never bothered Wayne up until now. And so, yeah, Wayne was Wayne was being weird. Okay, I was going to ask what yeah. you thought about my take on it. Because Josh saw it one way, and then he came around, yeah. to my opinion. But... Tannis was just being normal. Yeah, Tannis was being Tannis. And I think Josh said at one point maybe she was trying a little harder to kind of be cute, be a little funnier, be a little flirtatious. But she's always she was just still just being how Tannis has always been. And Wayne was all be really judgmental for 
no reason. Yeah. Like, or all of a sudden. Not for no reason, maybe, but all of a sudden when he had never had issue with it before. It felt like he thought she should change how she was all of a sudden because they were, quote unquote, giving yeah. it a try. Yeah. And it, I just, no, I, I'm I glad wasn't that, here for it. I'm glad she didn't change who she was to try to make Wayne like her more, so. Yeah, that would have not been. Oh, it would have been completely out of character for yeah. her to change her character for anybody so yes anyway just adding that in and they mentioned coffee crispers and i put a little heart next to that <laughs> oh i have not tried those isn't that what kayla gave us that one time maybe kayla you'll have to tell us kayla's, i forgot kayla's the bringer of treats oh my gosh i know that's what <laughs> kayla she's momming me and josh so hard when she brought i want to say it's the episode that she did with us because she gave us treats one time when she wasn't here and then she came and she brought treats for us i don't know you i might can't remember just, just cut all this but out. i also <laughs> have a terrible memory well i'll ask kayla then we'll yeah. cut it out oh i wrote down wayne's being really lax about stuff because gus is getting older and i wrote down josh is going to be a wreck when dava gets old how old is godiva She's, oh my gosh. I was going to say, you guys have had her as long as I can remember. Seven. How long have you been married? Six years? Seven Almost years? seven years. So she, pr- around a little over seven. So she's almost she, seniory. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she doesn't act like it yet. <laughs> when she starts to show signs, Josh is going to be a puddle of emotion. He's going to be a Wayne. Yes. <laughs> He's going to be like, don't you ever. Don't, I love how he, when he was reprimanding Gus, covers his ears and his eyes yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Oh, no. Just don't even pay attention to this. Oh, I, I love He knows it. I'm joking. He doesn't know you're joking. <laughs> it's, for me, Wayne's way with puppies is how some girls get when guys are, are cute with kids. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if Wayne was like that all the time, he'd be in my the top characters again. <laughs> Gotta work your way back up to you, Wayne. I like that he says that Gus knows that he's joking, but he doesn't know that Katie's joking. Yes. You have to be nice. <laughs> I just wrote, if I was Katie, I'd be pissed off too. Right. You're not gonna let your dog poop all over the house. And, and then, then at the end, after he poops again, Wayne lets him down and he goes, poops in the living room. Katie's the first one to stand up and has to tell them to come help her. That would piss me off. That's just a personal preference mm-hmm. then we jump to riley and joe's jones gosh jones you know their names <laughs> those two our favorites are jonesy boys. and riley enter the shamrockets dressing room at the hockey arena to see if they can resolve marianne and betty ann's fight over a man they stand helpless however as the two women tear into each other verbally they and are vicious. Okay, what do you think about their chirping? Because it makes me uncomfortable, but it is, I think, the best of the whole show. I think, yeah, I can agree. They don't hold back. Because the other hockey players chirping, and even Coach, sometimes he can be pretty mean, but it's all kind of surface-level stuff. It's generic things that mm-hmm. they go for the jugular. They don't hold back. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> them making Riley and Jonesy so uncomfortable is a testament to how good yes. they are. Yes. Yes. They're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because while they're, they're going back and forth and Riley and Jonesy's faces are just, they go back between shock and horror and, oh my gosh, man, that was me. And oh, <laughs> but I can agree with that. What was your favorite? They have a few highlighted here. Yeah, they have a few. It's just, it's hard for me to say them. <laughs> I know. Because I don't love the word mitt. <laughs> and that's 
their and they get choice. They get pretty graphic with some of their explanations. Uh, Popsicle lint is my personal least favorite that they've ever said. My favorite one of this scene when they're going back and forth is when she says, "It's only because he confused you with a boy." <laughs> when she's talking <laughs> no, about the priest. I forgot about that. <laughs> it was uh, like one of the first things they said, but it was just like impossible. How do you mean? The last guy that was into Marianne was the priest at Catholic school in grade six. And only because he thought she was a boy. Oh, burn. <laughs> I feel so bad for our boys because they just, they're coming in so hat in hand, trying to be helpful. I, we want you girls to win. That's <laughs> what so I put. Love Riley trying so hard to smooth it over. <laughs> they are just trying to be like soothing and calming and it'll all be, and please just, let it all be okay. They're just not having it. It's so funny. No, no. Because Jonesy says they're going for the same guy and then Riley immediately steps in and it's like, or the same guy's going for both of you. Yes. Like, I just gotta smooth it over. Doesn't want it to turn on to them. Yes. I feel like Jonesy is coming in a little bit as a Dan character. Uh-huh. Or he's like the devil's advocate. Yeah. Everyone's got different outlooks on stuff, you know? <laughs> you are so cute. They are doing a really good job with, the, I mean, They're for us, I trying think, to. as much as this hockey team would be to handle for any coach, yeah. I think our boys are doing a stand-up job. I agree. <laughs> the second, I forget what they say, I forget what order they go into, but the second part of the back and forth, Riley's mouth drops open. <laughs> he just goes... <laughs> it was just so... Dylan Playfair in the little moments. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys have been spot on with that. His little tiny things that he does... They make it their gold. They just he, add to it, yes. but don't steal scenes necessarily away from where the attention needs to be. But they add in such a subtle way that it's just, it's wonderful. <laughs> I think my favorite one was more spiderwebs than a no doubt set list. <laughs> than a no doubt set list. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then. Oh my goodness. Do you think, do you think Coach brought them in because he thinks that they can help or because he wanted to see them fail slash uncomfortable i think he may have brought them in for a combination of things one because he didn't want to have to deal with the the team but two i feel like even though he's so mean to them sometimes he was kind of lonely for companionship from his old team that he knew he was all on his own with this new group that he didn't want to have to deal with so that combo is kind of what i'm i'm leaning towards He's making new coaches. Yes. His little protégés. Okay. I lied. There's one more that I really like. What they said. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dusty that this. <laughs> that I heard it singing Son of a Preacher Man. <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? So I looked it up. The song. Oh, I, I knew the song, yeah. but I didn't know the singer's name was Dusty Springfield. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, that makes sense. It makes sense now. Oh my gosh, it was that's funny. I mean, I don't know. Neither of the two that they have up did I like. No, yeah, they were fine, but they're just like more gross than anything. I like the clever ones because she's had that in her back pocket, just waiting to use it. (laughs) I'm gonna throw this out at some point. The man that they are both arguing about. Turns out to be Shorzy. Riley and Jonesy talk to him while on the toilet. 
He has no interest in helping them at all, and he chirps at them relentlessly. The coach overhearing this is contemptuous. Okay. I forgot that coach was over there at the urinal. There, <laughs> there was so the much going on. scenes are not my favorite, even though they're of our boys and Shorzy, who usually makes me laugh. The three toilet yeah. scenes with the sound effects are not my favorite. I agree. There was 11 shots in that one. I mean, and it's just like You're a millisecond. You're going to need a giant bottle of Gus and Bruce to yes. get through that scene. <laughs> I put... Yes, yeah. You, Shorzy. <laughs> so he chirps with the best of them. Yes. But the things that he was saying there were just... They just pissed me off. Pissed and me was, off, too. I was like, ladies... Do better. You don't want to be fighting over that. Okay, I that's. Oh, I'm so glad you said it because <laughs> I was so mad. I think it's because we knew guys like this in college where there's so much contention over this dude, but he's not worth it yeah. and he doesn't care. Yeah, and that it makes me so care. mad. He's legitimately doing things to their emotions that's affecting their team mm-hmm. and possibly their championship. And he just doesn't, he's just flippant about it. Yeah. And I don't like that. It makes me so (laughs) mad. Who is that mean? Well, I mean, we know. Who is that mean to someone that they sleep with? To me, there's some emotions. You you think you at least like a person. Right? (laughs) Like, I have to kind of like you at least a little bit. He says that they made a Canadian heritage moment out of when he slept with, I forget if it was Riley or Jonesy's mom. I made her finish, and they made a Canadian Heritage Moment. And that is, Canadian Heritage Moments are 60-second short films (laughs) made (laughs) depicting significant people or events in Canadian history. (laughs) See, that's hilarious. (laughs) That is so funny, but still him. (laughs) I agree. And then he said, Don McKellar played my penis. And he's a Canadian actor, writer, and director who... Played my penis. <laughs> he's in this big movie that's coming out. It's in post-production right now. It's called Crimes of the Future. And there's people... There, Vigo Mortensen's in it. Kristen Stewart. And Scott Speedman. I, I love Vigo Mortensen. I am really surprised whenever Kristen Stewart's good in something. I still hold Twilight against her, I think. I think everybody does. But apparently she's not a bad actress. <laughs> She, they've got that whole big Spencer thing yeah, where, where she's, she's getting, Diana. Yeah, and I've heard she's supposed to be good in that. I like that yeah. movie that she was in with our boy from Schitt's Creek. It was some Christmas movie or holiday movie. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I, I can't I haven't remember the name. It, but it looked it, good. It was good. It was cute, and she was good in it. Good for Kristen Stewart, but I, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I, I guess. But those are some big name people. Yeah, I thought so too. So, and he was also in Degrassi: The Next Generation. <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, just, I just love it. It's just a teen drama, but the big Canadian thing. The I big, guess. I think Nate watched the first, the original show. Yeah, like the original original. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. Yeah. But I, I've heard of it. I kind of know what it is. So I got that from HistoricaCanadian.com, and then. Don McKellar's IMDb page. That's and then the last thing I wrote down was, I thought it was funny that Shorzy said he ran a charity 15K to raise awareness for their pathetic lives. <laughs> that was a good one. He's full of good ones. I like Shorzy. I'm excited for the Shorzy show. 
I like it when Jared Kiso does upside down naked push-ups in the shower. But man, <laughs> the character pissed me off this episode. Yeah, I was wondering. He's one of a lot of people's favorites. But I was like, I wonder I how he, Amber's going to react. This I think time. he's a favorite because he's so crude and lewd. You're not expecting good things from him. Yeah, you don't so, expect nice things to come out of his mouth. To be fair, he's portraying what he's supposed to be portraying. Exactly. He does well for his character. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else before we go to the... Uh, no. Okay. So, the skids are gathered in the basement. They hear Stuart making various threats against Everett, which I don't know why this kid's still around. Right? <laughs> but Roald calls him down, and Stuart approaches Everett to demand the dark web. Suddenly, Glenn comes down, joined by Gay, to tell Stuart that they're holding an intervention for him. Gay tells him that they are taking him to rehab which he repeatedly refuses, and then Katie enters and insists, and Stuart acquiesces. Nice word. Yes. So, I love that Stuart, and this kids in general, they do every manner of hard drug that there is, make and distribute meth, and they decide that they have to hold an intervention for his dark web addiction. <laughs> like, I thought that that was <laughs> I know. Funny. I One of my notes is, uh, first of all, this basement is out of control. It's gotten progressively worse since you've been gone. And how was that possible? Uh, two things I had that ran through my mind. How has this basement never been raided? Everyone, By, like, the police? Yes. Everyone knows <laughs> that they do, right? That's valid. And they're telling Stuart he has to go to rehab while the other two are actively making something. Like, I didn't notice they're that. both they each have something like a pot of something that they're stirring. And I'm assuming it's not food. They're not in the kitchen peeling carrots. So, so <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. <laughs> oh man. And Rold is so sweet. He is. He's he's adorable. And I'm glad that he's fleshed out a lot, I think. Yes. He's still a small small role. But he has a distinct personality there, yes, though. And they are playing to that yeah. for him now. It's not just hearsay that, like, you know, it makes sense for the character that has been developed. This and I is love the it. first interesting thing I think Stewart's done all season, and maybe even since last season. He was in The Spelling Bee, but I don't feel like he's done anything interesting to me. While you've been gone, I've not been interested in what Stewart's been doing. I, I have to say, I between the two, I'd rather see what Roald is up to. Yeah. Rather, even if it's, you know, just Stewart's sidekick. But he's more than Stewart's sidekick. He's his whole little own person. I love that Gay comes back and calls him Roldy, oh, like, immediately. Yeah. Did you notice that? That was so cute. <laughs> and it felt, she, and she came back and she was immediately in charge again. Mm-hmm. Come. Oh. Sit. Day. What? What? Oh, I like you. Which <laughs> Glenn was like, I like you. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> this is the first time we see Glenn all season. Is it? I think so. Yeah. That's he it. wasn't. Yeah, because he wasn't at the wedding. He, he wasn't involved in the the didn't date. Didn't do the spelling bee. Didn't do uh, the date. Hard right J. I don't think he was in that at all. He would have been good in that episode. He would have been very good. Like, uh, and he would have been funny in the spelling bee. Like even just in the. As an audience member. Yeah, but he wasn't there. Huh. He must have been so busy writing and directing. Yeah, not giving the season up to guest writers. Yeah. <laughs> My one drawback from this scene was that I wish that Stuart would have just listened to Roald and Gay about going to rehab. Yeah. I didn't like that Katie had to come in and be the person. And I think this is where my residual Katie dislike maybe carried over some. 
I didn't like that she was the one that made him go, okay, I'll go. It almost should have been the Katie, other way around. Yeah, Katie yeah. and Gay should have been switched. Mm-hmm. Because I think he still cares about Katie, but I think Gay should have had the bigger of the impact. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I wrote down a random thought. I said, I wonder if this is a set that stays in Sudbury, because how in the world would they get this exactly the same every single time? Can you imagine having to set up that basement every time that you shot it? Maybe it's somebody's real basement. Maybe. I don't know. Like, hey, can we film in your basement? Maybe they've added to it, but they just kind of leave it set up there. Maybe, Uh, but I was just like, man, I couldn't imagine trying to remember where stuff sat every single time and just the amount of stuff that you would have to put back to so much they added to the to the art wall even more i wrote a bunch of stuff down but i'm not gonna go through it all (laughs) it's pretty much all the same but it's just like little tiny things but it's just gotten out of control it feels like (laughs) i love stewart's face though when gay comes down he was so happy and i think kind of scared and happy at the same time I feel this is just me. It portrayed, I'm so happy to see you, but I feel kind of ashamed that you're seeing me as I am right now. That makes like, sense. Like, at an actual intervention, how it would be if somebody that you held in high regard saw you as the subject of an intervention, mm-hmm. how you would feel some shame and some remorse that they were seeing you like that. You want them to think of you as better than that. And the truth is out there. So. Well, because when, when she was around, they didn't do drugs as yeah. much, at least. I feel like they cut back on at least the hard stuff until she left again, and then that's when he started up yeah, on that again. Yeah, and I hated that. I like that this implies that Glenn has also kind of become their friend. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe their Jesus dance-off stuff in the parking lot kind of... They bonded. Yeah, <laughs> formed a bond that has not been shaken. I do like that Katie showed up for this, because I feel like she could have blown it off, but recognized that Stuart needed help and she's there to try to help. So that I enjoy, yes. even though I don't think she should have been the one that impacted it yeah. as much. I'm glad, I agree. I'm glad she was there, but I wish her and, her and Gay's timing and the one that he finally was like, okay, yes, I'll go. And then I wrote down... Is this the, the beginning of the big change we see? And I can't remember at this point. And I still don't remember because... I can't remember either. I haven't gone ahead. But I was trying to I was trying to remember. I think it I would like, make sense for it to be because Gay is shown back up. Because mm-hmm. she's around for that part. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Okay, back to the dressing room. Jonesy and Riley tell the women that they have spoken with Shorzy and claimed that he said they suck at hockey, that they should stick to ringette, that they should never let a woman do a man's job, and other sexist comments. Betty Ann and Marianne get progressively angrier, told that Shorzy scoffs at their ability to go back to back to back, prompting Marianne and Betty Ann to call a truce and dedicate themselves to winning the championship. Yeah, yeah I was standing there like, what is this guy saying? And then he said, who let the broads out of the kitchen? He did not. Yeah, and we were like, what? Can't say that. He was like, yeah, I can. They should be making me my supper. Did you notice when it starts off again and they start, Riley always starts ladies. Yeah. And Jonesy says, women. Women. (laughs) They did this really, it was like under their breath. 
sorry. And he goes, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> Did you notice that? I missed that part. Oh, one of so my cute. favorite things in this scene was something said under the breath, but I missed that one. Well, what did you notice that they said under the breath? It was when they're talking about the things that Shorzy supposedly oh, said. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're completely lying, but at the same time, the stuff that he did say he is, is just as bad. Yeah. It's just that he hadn't said it yet. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't say it yet. <laughs> was when... Uh, Riley had just said something, and he was like, whoa, dude. Like, <laughs> Whoa, that might be too far. <laughs> just how their supposed reactions to what Shorzy was supposed to have said. <laughs> that was the so, best part for me. Yeah. Oh, can you believe this guy? Like, whoa, dude. It was one of those Dylan Playfair subtle, quiet yes. moments that was just golden. And, yeah, I, I, I love their pretending to be Shorzy yeah. <laughs> And we, and we were like, oh my God, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, come on, guys. I love it. I love it. Uh, immediately should have known that they were lying. That was. <laughs> I wrote down what ringette is. It is a girls' non-contact winter team sport. Basically like hockey, but you use straight sticks and a ring, like a rubber ring instead of a puck. And so it's basically like hockey light. It's like powder puff football kind of thing. Yes, but no contact and it's not hockey sticks or pucks. It so it's like everything like is softer. That would be more difficult with a straight stick. It does seem like it. I mean, I looked up pictures of it and it looks pretty difficult. But no like, contact, not... so in theory less violent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Betty Ann and Marianne were playing, it would probably <laughs> still be pretty violent. I'm kind of proud of our boys for this idea, though. I, I'm here for it. Again, they straight up lied. But I feel like it was one of those lies that they did for their best interest, which I'm still not advocating for, but... Not advocating for lying, but... They were trying... Hmm. Even as I say that, I feel guilty for saying it, but they were trying to get them to come together and I felt like this was the best way for them to be able to. Kind of like when they had to rid the other hockey team of Angie in the puck bunny True. ones. Like, yeah. hey, we need to get some camaraderie back. You guys are a team. You need to act like it. This is their puck bunny. <laughs> yeah, Shorzy is their puck bunny. But I honestly feel like they could have told the truth and said what he actually yes, said. Yes, I was thinking that, that too. They would have gotten the same that reaction. That still would have made of, me mad. Yeah, yeah, it still would have made them hopefully mad enough to the point of being like, no. I like that they get so pumped about it, and they're like, "All right, what rhymes with hip, dip, and lip? <laughs> Ship." <laughs> it was just so cute. I was sitting there going, "What does rhyme?" <laughs> I am not here. I, have, I still have, I've got residual pregnancy brain, I think. And they said, let's put another one on the water. <laughs> back to back to back. I got excited. I love all their, the way that the word is championship, but the way that it has morphed and mutated into being called a boat and all of the boat lingo that has gone along with it because of that makes me happy. Yeah. I like hearing that. Do you think Coach is surprised that they've figured out a thing that will work? Maybe not super surprised, but pleasantly proud that they accomplished it. Okay, uh, good for you for doing that. Kind of how I felt, but like good for you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. And not in a, again, not in a super surprised way, but like a, I was hoping you'd be able to pull that one out kind of way. Yeah. I had faith in you the whole time. <laughs> 
So then we jump to a montage of training and hockey games. The Shea Marquettes gradually rise in the rankings, ending the season in the number one slot, and will play the Donegal Bulldogs for the championship. <laughs> what was your favorite thing throughout the montage? I saw a lot of signs that I wrote down. <laughs> but my favorite thing was the bulldog it symbol did you see it uh-uh. it's the ugliest looking bulldog but it's got a pink collar and a <laughs> little tiny bow, a little bow on, it. on the top of its <laughs> and head that makes it a girl <laughs> <laughs> what's the, That's bad. the bulldog it <laughs> and all of them were it's did you see the names <laughs> there's caribou it bulldog it oh Rapid it, and that might be. Is that the last? Do they one? correspond with when the guys were moving up in the player ranks, and it had all the hockey teams listed? Mm-hmm. Is are they the same hockey teams? Just et added to it? No, there's a few new ones. Oh, the okay. Royal Ets, and that's the last one that we were able to see. There were mm. more, but they were like out of few. But they're they're getting work done. I wrote down they would be super. Unimpressed with my running times. If these girls aren't impressing them, <laughs> I wish they had been holding sandwiches while the girls oh were my. running stairs. That would have been so funny. It would have been a really funny callback, but at the same time, maybe that's showing them maturing as people and growing as people. Maybe <laughs> that they're not just crushing sandos <laughs> while the girls are running stairs. So I don't play hockey and I don't, you don't. pretend to be athletic, but. That first shot of them scoring a goal for the first time, I wrote, that is terrible goalkeeping. <laughs> and I and I don't pretend at all to be athletic, but that was just bad. But I could have blocked that. I could have blocked it, and I am in no way a hockey player. <laughs> I wrote down all of these signs, both in the crowd and on the hockey rink, like uh-huh. the advertisement signs. See, I miss all of that stuff. You're so good at that Well, stuff. I watch it on my phone and I pause it so it clears the screen of everything. Because uh, on the TV, I try to pause it and look. But and all it pulls that stuff, up all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So on my phone, it doesn't do that. And for the first run through, there's a sign that says, can't catch these cats. I don't. I don't know what that's referring to because we didn't see a, a cat a like a feline <laughs> or anything. There's a Modine's to advertisement sign <laughs> in the back, but it's got a big yellow thing across it that says closed again. <laughs> closed again. Because burnt down for the second time down. for insurance money so Gaylor could go on a single strip. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's probably what happened. But I love that consistency. Right. It made me happy. I was like, yeah. Yeah. They know what's up. Then there's Jim Dickens Auction House. Oh. And then Guy's Fries, number one best poutine in Ontario. (laughs) That's all the advertisements. Then we get to later in the montage. And this is my favorite sign. It says zero pucks given. Nice. (laughs) That was pretty funny. And then we see our boys in in their suits again. I love them in their suits. I do too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mom of silence. Let's just pause. (sighs) This guy fucking poppers. I love a good suit. They look good. It fits them well. Because mm-hmm. they could easily not look good in a suit. I have to interject. This is... It's not completely off topic. It has to do with our boys in suits. But one of the things that I was sad about missing, the we don't fight at weddings, 
I'm here for a man bun. It looked so good it on him. It looked so good on he him. He has great hair for that, though. Yes. It's thick, and it's... It was a good length for it. You obviously have to have longer hair, but it anyway, It has sorry. to be at least a certain length for it to mm-hmm. look substantial. I was here for his man bun. <laughs> anyway, all right, back to this episode. Josh, you either need to plug Glenn's yes, please, or the <laughs> oh my God, right? <laughs> oh, hell no! I love that he's got a travel trash can he keeps. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite part was like the guy offers it to him and then he turns it down because he's not feeling rage. Yeah. I loved that. That it's was like, hilarious not to right me. Now, but keep it in the wings yeah. just in case. <laughs> you hang on to that for me. I may need it later, but I'm good right now. The girls are proud of themselves. Our boys are, pr- are proud of themselves. I wrote down, this is a junior hockey team, right? I feel like it is. It has to be because it's the sister team to the Shamrocks. Their first team. Their junior team, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering how old these people are. I don't know. They both have faces that could be in their 30s or 20s. Yeah. I'm just hoping that Shorzy's not sleeping with underage girls is my thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, my God. There is another sign in the background that says, who brought the Rocketettes? (laughs) Who brought the Rocketettes? But don't call them rockets anyway yeah <laughs> when they're when they're talking about katie they call her a rocket and so what makes these girls rocket i don't know no, sorry these women rocket <laughs> sorry buddy sorry it's women. Funny. and then the very last one that i saw that said bulldog gets off the leash <laughs> i don't know good signage though i yeah. was just I, I got really excited there's so much background stuff i get to look at <laughs> Did you have anything else for the montage? Uh, no, the, the coach turning down the trash can was my last. Note it was for growth. That one. <laughs> growth, yes. Good okay, on you coach. <laughs> and then we go back to the Hicks, who are looking forward to winning another championship in a sweep. Katie will not join them as she wants to welcome Stuart back from rehab. The boys meet up with their doppelgangers from Donegal, Dwayne, Cheryl, and Stan. In the parking lot of the Donegal Arena, and the groups chirp each other on their respective teams. But they shake hands and they say, May the best team win. So I put Derry mirroring Megan, community camaraderie. He mentioned it and I thought of you. Yes. But then he goes and undoes any good thing by refusing to shake hands. That pissed me off at Derry. Wayne shakes hands with his, Dan shakes <clears throat> hands with his. Cheryl goes to shake hands with Derry, and he won't shake her hand. I was mad, too, but I wonder if he's just intimidated of her. I'm going to go with that. She's, she seemed like a much more strong alpha female than Derry is an alpha ma- Like She Beta seemed, male. yeah. And I don't know. If anything, I think he would be awkward around her because she was pretty. Like, I would think he just would. Just because she was a, not because she was a girl, but because she was a girl. Yeah. She you know has I mean? Katie energy. And is the dairy of their group. And so that could be intimidating to dairy because she's kind of the equal, but also kind of the dominant. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I can see that. And I really love, I really love Derry's hair in this scene. I don't know what it is. It just, I noticed it looked very nice. It's like thick and it's like a good length for him. I, have to, I didn't notice that. I don't know. But- I think it's because I was noticing her hair, and I was like, oh, what about him? He's got good hair in this, too. So, I like that Katie is is staying to meet Stuart. I think that's a good friend thing to do. Yeah, so that earns her another point up the ladder, up the roster. 
I'm surprised that they're pumped about a women's junior team. A little bit. In Texas, they're big on football, even if it's high school yeah, football. Yeah, that's true. So maybe this is just one of those things. Their hometown team. This yeah. is, Canadian hockey is Canadian hockey, no matter if it's children's hockey or whatever it is. I it's like that they important. are supportive, and I think that's cool. Yeah. I do th- find it, well, and I know that they're just expanding the Letterkenny universe and storyline, but they've never mentioned them before ever ever in any of the seasons <laughs> yeah. or episodes or hockey this is a brand new thing that's been introduced but they're all really into it into it already <laughs> yeah. but again all right maybe this is just like a band i think i don't know it's just like a bandwagon mentality yeah. i like that they have their brooms ready i thought that was cute and then a random side note that i wrote down i love katie and pink she's worn it at least twice this season. Hmm. It was at the Ukrainian Center at one point. Uh. But I think it complements her makeup and hair really, and her skin. So Skin tone. She had pink on in this episode. And I was just like, I love her in pink. This is her color, <laughs> I've decided. But she looks really good in red. So pink's not... I, some people look really good in red and horrible in orange and they're not far off. So maybe the assumption that if you look good in red, you look good in pink is not accurate. But... Katie has a good skin tone for lots of colors, I think. Because yeah. red looks good on her, but then she looked really good in green that one time. I don't know. Well, I think I already mentioned this. I'm just going to go ahead and mention it again. Michelle Millette is starting a skincare line. You sent me a link for that. Yes. yes. Yeah. So her and her aunt, I think, and it's called a relative skin. And she's got real... Pr- she's got See, great like, skin. You don't want to buy face wash from somebody who's got not great looking skin. Yeah. So... Yeah, okay, Katie. I'll listen to you. Okay, Katie. Katie, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So this is so funny because you're not quite where I'm at with it yet, but I wrote, don't call it a comeback because I felt like Katie was working her way back up (laughs) when she said, hey, I'm going to wait on Stuart. This is going to be, because she could just easily blow it off and go party Mm -hmm. with the guys or go drink with the guys. And she decides to go do something that's not super fun, yeah. but it's supportive for it's a friend. Support. Well, because even uh, in the Puck Bunny episodes, when Riley and Jonesy are coming to her, hey, can you help us with this issue? At first, she's like, it's not my problem. Which um, kind of pissed me off. Yeah. Because she's always telling Wayne, like, if somebody asks you for help, you help them. But this is her following through with that. So good on you, Katie. Like, Stuart needed help. Roald asked you to come help. You came and helped. So, all right. Working your way back up. And how could you say no to Rolf? I don't know how you could. He's adorable. <laughs> I know. I just um, want to, like, pet his head and hug him. <laughs> I just want to put him in my pocket. <laughs> I, I bet he'd fit. Oh, he's something like you. I would never be able to tailgate in this weather. I don't tailgate on the best of days. I love being outside. Don't get, but I don't know. Sporting events in general are not my jam, but no, that's, that's pretty cold. I was miserable hot all summer, but that looked too cold. I mean, it had to be, there was a significant amount of snow on the ground, so that had to be very cold. And at that point in a parking lot, you know, it's slushy snow, you know it's getting in your boots, and it's just. It was a cute back and forth, but still not the best chirping we've seen. Now, even them and the French Hicks yeah. did better back yeah. and forth than this one did. I agree. I had forgotten going back and rewatching that there was more doppelgangers. I had just completely forgotten yeah. that. I, yeah. I forgot that they were a thing. <laughs> I did like read it and sweep and 
you all still have the most ostrich yes, yeah. per capita. That one was that was the best one. And Dan that's said, allegedly. That's the big picture. And I wrote, so this has gotten out of town. It's like a thing. I love that because they, they hadn't mentioned them in a long time. Mm -hmm. They were mentioned all the time that one season. But they hadn't been brought up in a while. I like that they just kind of casually threw it back in. <laughs> I listened to a uh, an interview of Jared Kiso doing some sort of podcast or something. And he was talking about, might have been the first season or first couple of seasons. And he was having to explain to people at the station or the programming people. Mm -hmm. And they were asking him specific questions about what's the season, what's the content, things like that. And they they had to ask him, so is the ostrich thing going to be every episode? Is this going to be a thing that keeps coming up? And he's having to explain, okay, this is how many times we're probably going to talk about it. And I find it hilarious because you can only do, I guess, so much crude content oh it's limited like you can only say the f word so many times yeah. kind of thing you can say it but you, this is the cutoff you get this is the like limit. this many times okay so this is I like i never even really thought about that yeah. before so it's kind of a weird thing to like start counting off your that's so references funny. like that did you watch dexter it's coming they're doing the revival of the new season and that's what made me think of it but i haven't but i want to it's on my watch list uh, so i've watched the original show through probably three times but deborah his sister she has one of the highest f-bomb counts of any tv character in the history of tv characters <laughs> oh, that's crazy like, she I saw a little interview clip with her they gave me permission to say it so i was gonna say it as many times <laughs> as i could it was in the thousands that she whoa said it that's the crazy yeah. It was great. How anyway, many seasons of Dexter were there? There was eight seasons. Originally? Originally. And then I we haven't got Showtime yet. We're going to do one of those, give it a couple weeks to get into it, and then get Showtime so we can binge a few mm -hmm. episodes. But anyway, Dexter shout out there. Nice. <laughs> I think that's all I have for that. Do you have anything else? Uh, not for that one. The team and coaches are excited for a sweep in game four, but Shorzy appears... <laughs> But I did say your breath could stop a Mack truck, Betty Ann. I'll tell that to anyone who will listen. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Betty Ann. Your breath is an existential crisis. Made me question my whole fucking life. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Mary Ann. You got legs on you like redwoods. You could box jump a bungalow. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. Your mom groped me two Halloweens ago. Shut the fuck up or I'll take it to Twitter. He will be a linesman at the game he tells Betty and Marion that he never said the sexist things they think he did but he insults them further and their resolve remains unchanged yeah I feel like they could have told him what he actually said and it still would have pissed him off what's the difference between a linesman and a referee I'm not sure I don't know because he makes a big deal I'm not a referee you idiot I'm a linesman okay I I'm not sure. I didn't look it up. <laughs> I should have, because I didn't catch on to that. Uh -oh. I just remember seeing him and thinking, oh, no. <laughs> I love that Marion and Betty Ann have kind of become each other's hype people now. I like that, too, that it kind of did an extreme turnaround. Yeah. Their relationship. It really it, did. What is it? Uh, nothing unites people like a common hatred. Yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I feel like our boys, even though they got caught, mm -hmm. but I feel like they were mad at Shorzy not because he was being a jerk, but because he was being a jerk 
to their girls. Mm -hmm. And I think that they were protectively reacting this time. I think they also just realized, hey, this guy's a dipshit. That's bad. So maybe we shouldn't be going after him. No sex is that good. So if somebody ever talks to me like that, the desire to sleep with them would be non-existent. Exactly. So. God, that makes me so, it just makes me so <laughs> mad. I know that there are men out there in this world, but did you run into any in college? Well, let's name names. Let's, name. let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and list them off. All right. I have a few off the top of my head, yeah. <laughs> I would never. But, no, honestly, I had some not great guys that I was involved with, but none of them were this bad. That No, not that bad. And you're right. There are guys in the world who behave that way as a, oh, this is working for me. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there are people with self-esteem issues that will go for it. Yeah. mm. Breaks my heart. I know. Makes me mad. Gets me riled. All right. But what makes me feel better is looking at Riley and Jonesy in their suits. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to come in here with like a, you know, some like. Some dance. Girl empowerment. (laughs) Yeah, they've got each other's back. (laughs) Nope. Our boys in the suits, which I, yeah. They do that. They have that whole back and forth and stuff. And Coach does an excited celebration ninja kick. (laughs) So that must have been in this scene. Do you remember that? Maybe not. I know. I always do my notes in chronological order. And very seldomly do I not have notes for a scene. But when I do, it kind of throws off the rest. What I think has happened is there's something up here that's missing. In my opinion. What's your next note? Well... I loved that Coach did a celebration kick because he never he never does it excitedly. <laughs> He's yep. excited when he does it, but for the wrong reasons yes. and usually at a trash can's expense. <laughs> and then I wrote, that's what it is. Okay, so these are notes from right before they go out and see that Shorzy's there. He uh. does a celebration kick. And they say the famous words, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? And... That's like saying I'll be right back in a horror movie. No, you won't. Just what could go wrong? Earthing. Earthing. <laughs> I liked, I think it was Marianne that replied to Shorzy when she was pissed on the front end of it. Uh-huh. She says, I'll make you a sandwich right afterwards, though, because <laughs> shove it up your it's shove it up. Yes. I was like, go, girl. Uh, yes, get it. Yes. <laughs> Our boys say, who skates like that? Talking about Shorzy, the way he does that little sidestep skate thing. But at one point during the game, he does that. He comes over right in front of the girls, just passes gas, and then skates away again. Yes. And I don't know why that stuck with me so hard. Maybe because, I don't know. Because you hate that so much. Yes. God dang it. What a juvenile, horrible thing to do. And then who skates like that? But... It actually, it's probably hard to actually skate like that. But the ladies, the women, they get it afterward. Everything that he does now, instead of being a competition between them, now just infuriates them more and enrages them more and spurs them on to be better. Yes. yes. Women power. Yes. Screaming banshees. I'm here screaming banshees. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it too. And feminine. I think that. Yes. I love that girl. I swear. And I'm on board. I think that that skating is just Jared Kiso having fun. I know. I was going to say, there are times when Wayne is a little bit silly, but he's never really like all the way silly yeah and this is 
his outlet as an actor to just be as over the top and ridiculous because that skating was ridiculous. Just like <laughs> it was cute, but it, it pissed me off at the same time. I didn't know I could feel that emotion. Yes, that's pretty adorable and funny, and I hate you so much. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's all I have for that little part. The yeah. next part I have is at the basement. So back at the basement, Glenn reports to Katie, Gay, and Everett, and the Skids that Stewart's recovery has been remarkable, and that he is almost unrecognizable. They all gasp as Stewart enters and is unseen to the audience. But the little smirk on Gay's face has me thinking it's a pretty nice change. I wrote, Gay looks like she's trying to get it. She does look like <laughs> she. She looks like she's about to get it. Mm. And. I think Rald is the one that gasps the most. He's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> He's so sweet. I, I love, love him, him so much. Do you think Gay and Katie have competitive vibes? I hope they don't. Because I wouldn't like that. I if, wouldn't either. The only reason I feel like they would is if Katie started feeling possessive. Stuart was my friend first. Stuart was my boyfriend first. You're a new girl who's kind of come in here. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like Stuart and Gay are way more compatible. Yes. I don't feel like Gay would be threatened by Katie, which is, says a lot because Katie can be fairly intimidating. Yeah. But I feel like Gay has enough self-confidence and just, I don't see her as a jealous type. So I, I hope that they don't have I think competitive she, vibes. Yeah, I think she would feel like jealousy is is self-conscious and that's just it, not yeah, her. like being jealous is something that's beneath her as a person. Yeah. So she has no need for jealousy. And I feel like Katie would would be cool enough just based on how she's how she's acted in the past. We don't have to fight over this guy. You can just have him. Yeah. It's not worth my trouble to yeah. fight over a guy. I can yeah. have another guy. <laughs> yeah, I can, so. I can have another guy. You go ahead. Although either of them I feel like would be intimidating if you went in as a less self-confident person. And that was your quote-unquote competition. Either of them would be intimidating to go up against. I would would be terrified. Again, I wrote, why is Everett here? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And he gets named and he gets lines and the other skids have been around. (laughs) Yeah, who is this kid? Why is he still around? It's so strange. How long is he around? Is he around? He's been around since it was episode... It might have been episode one, but I think at least episode two. Episode two? But does he... I can't remember. He's not a character I really remember. It's episode two, because that's when... They get the dark web. Yes. You know his name, but I don't think he's introduced until the next episode. When he has his whole episode to himself, basically. And then... I put down, was Glenn in charge of his recovery? Yeah, that made me wonder if Glenn was the rehab he went to, which I don't know that that would be a good rehab. <laughs> I said, that seems worrisome. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have some questions. And some thoughts. <laughs> and it feels like it's been a week, you know? I felt like it was very quick. Rehab should be six or eight or ten or twelve weeks, something yeah. like that. I don't, and I don't know the ins and outs of addiction, but it seems like that's something that takes a while to break. Even if it's, I mean, it's not like the intervention was for meth, which maybe it should have been too, but to detox from the dark web. So maybe they didn't feel like it should take as long. I don't know. But it did seem really quick for like a rehab 
program, but if it was just taking him to Glenn's house, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't notice if there was still drugs on the If they were still cooking something in the background. Yeah, because they were all on the couch and stuff, but I didn't, I didn't notice the corners if there was still drug-making paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't notice that. I I think that's all I have. I just I mean there, there wasn't was much a, yeah, that, was that happened. Scene. I am super nosy and curious, but I haven't watched the next episode because <laughs> I I have to take notes the first time I watch it, or I don't get good notes in my opinion. Uh-huh. And so I just wasn't ready to commit to notes if we hadn't we've not recorded till just now. Uh, yeah, so. I didn't want to get them confused. Then we jump back to the game, the big game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's scoreless. With less than four and a half minutes left in the third period, and the Shamarkets call a timeout. During the timeout, Shuri comes over and chirps Riley and Jonesy, angering the whole team. Betty Ann scores a goal, assisted by Marianne, to win the championship, sending the crowd into a frenzy. They raise the cup and kiss it, and then hand it to Jonesy and Riley, but Coach grabs it immediately out of their hands and collapses on the floor, clutching it, sobbing with joy. (laughs) I love Coach so much. I loved him. Coach crying and grasping the trophy and our boys so proud and like smiling and almost welling up. It looks like they're just so proud. It was a nice little touching moment. I'm so proud of you guys. Good for you. You deserve to be proud. Yes, they were proud of themselves. I was proud of them. And that only lasted for about a second. And Coach came and got (laughs) the trophy. But they immediately were like... Let's just let him have it. Yeah. You know, let, <laughs> let's let not fight this. <laughs> and Mark Forward is a physical comedy genius. <laughs> the fact that he laid on the ice with that thing. And just it was just like, so funny. I know. Like, he was just having a moment. Just let him have it. <laughs> they were like, it's fine. He needed this. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. I wrote down, it would be so fun. So they have actual merch for this team. The crowd is in Shamrockets stuff. I would love to have some Shamrockets. It'd be so fun to be an extra and get some It'd stuff. Get to like wheedle something off stage with yeah. you when you go home. <laughs> yes. In the stands, I liked the little back and forth with the Hicks and the new Hicks. Fuck the wave. Pull your finger out of your ass. I remember when you could smoke in here. Yeah, we're going to smoke using here, bud. Came here to do two things. Launch this broom on the ice and drink puppers. And the gal at the barge told me I'm cut off. Your gals look slower than my tractor. First man's got a Hemi in her. Your gals are having a tougher time finding the pucks than NHL on Fox Viewer circa 1996. Derry says, I came to do two things. Throw this broom and drink puppers. And I just got told I was cut off. <laughs> I just got told I was cut so, off. <laughs> I just, I don't know. He's just so cute. And I feel like he's at his best. When he's fighting or when he's chirping. Because other times he can be awkward or gross. Yes. Or kind of like insecure. It's like he he owns who he is when he's fighting or chirping. And I can agree with that. I love the throwing the broom thing. It looks fun. <laughs> Do you not like it? I didn't notice it. And I feel really bad for not noticing. I'm thinking now, how did I not notice that they did that? That they had. Although I did watch this and make notes with a three-year-old and a five-week-old at home. So yes. I am probably going to miss a few little things here and there the next few weeks. <laughs> I think that I think that this is just a thing, I guess, that happens if your team sweeps. Yeah. Which is funny. I guess I've just never been a part of anything like that. So 
I still want to go see a hockey game here sometime. They've started back up, I think. Yeah, I think they have. That would be fun. Again, it's a camaraderie thing. It was like it was. It seemed like the whole reason they wanted to go to this game was just to, to, throw, to throw brooms. Throw after. brooms. <laughs> I came here for two things. Okay, and Dan says this is a deep cut. Says looks like y'all are having more trouble finding the puck then fox in 1996 or whatever and i was like what are you talking about so i i looked it up apparently this is from slate.com so for like the 1996 championship apparently fox was gonna air the nhl championship game and they wanted to try this new thing where they had a light up hockey puck so you could follow it because it was like you know bad. It was like grainy. When it wasn't HD TV. Yes, at exactly. That point. So you could follow it a little better and see it on camera and stuff. And apparently it was this big flop. Everyone hated it. It worked, but for it whatever wasn't reason, the end product they hoped it would be. Yes. So. <laughs> It was just a big flop. Probably if you're Canadian and you follow hockey, you'd know. You remember things. That's probably infamous. But yeah, I have no memory of that. (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) But one of the the other guys said, I've seen more hustle in chess. (laughs) I was just like, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was pretty clever. That one. All right. That's kind of redeeming. And then Dan starts a cheer. I thought that was cute. He just, like, he's there to pump everybody up. And that's it. I wrote down, so you mentioned Shorzy earlier, though. I'm going to go ahead and mention it so I don't forget. The overall fluff count for this episode is 12. So All of them Shorzy. All of them Shorzy. Well, I don't know. Rylan Jonesy were in there with him. Yes, but accurately placed the blame on him from the bathroom scene, but I'm going to just But we can imagine that it was... That it was him. Yeah, I'm going to say it was. (laughs) Rylan Jonesy contemplate the win to the empty arena which i thought was really cute they had a little quiet moment but anyway and they uh, just look so proud while they're standing there we did it buddy can't believe it buddy <laughs> we won a fucking ship we bought that boat they look so majestic like I a know. canadian goose <laughs> for once they're in complete silence the reverie is interrupted by text messages from their mothers who are looking for Shorzy. Hey, sweetie, just trying to track down your friend Shorzy. Have you seen him? Jonesy's mom. <laughs> and all I wrote was confirmation equals devastation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hate it. Because I, I was, too. They were, they were on such a high. having a, They were having a moment. And it was ruined. I know. How, wh- and that's something that's that's one of those things that will stick with you for the rest of the good moments. If they ever win a championship again, they're going to be like, oh, it's going to be tainted by the memory that this happened at the end of the first championship they won. <laughs> they're both, their little faces are so cute and they're happy. But did you see Dylan Playfair's face in this? Did you focus on it? What did you notice? Because I... I it looked not. like he was trying so hard not to laugh. He was trying not to break. His oh. face is super red. If you go back and watch I'll it. I'll have to look. It's like they had been laughing at something beforehand and they had to do another take and he's trying to keep and, it together. <laughs> but it's just under the surface. I'll have yeah. to watch it. Well, him in particular, his face gets so red. I think it's hard for him to keep it <laughs> together and you, you can always tell. And that's... That's all that, I have. That's it. I didn't even write down my score. What is my score? What, what is your score? What What's your score? Because I didn't write mine down. I, I liked this one. Um, I would give it 
I'd give it a, I'd give it a solid seven. Maybe I'm feeling a little generous because I'm, you know, it's my first week back yeah. and I'm in a good mood. But I think seven, which is a pretty good score for me. I wish I could remember what I gave the last one. I think I gave, I gave the last one. A, okay, this is a seven and a half for me. Okay. Because I like it better than last episode. And I'm pretty sure I gave last episode. <laughs> I've got to base it off of that. <laughs> a seven with coffee. <laughs> so Seven with it coffee. Was, it was a six and a half, a seven with coffee. <laughs> it was my actual score I wrote down. I love it. But I I liked it a lot. I can't remember. What is the, what is the next episode? Because the next episode's the end of the season, right? God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be episode six, so. What it? Back to. No, it says Bach et Oh, God, Vic. I'm blind. It's a French. If it's French, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. I believe. It. it looks like a French phrase. I don't even remember that. I have no idea. Five, six, y'all. I have no idea. I cannot remember for the life of me. I almost want you to click it just to read the synopsis. Let's read the synopsis. We won't cheat. Yeah. I I won't watch it yet. I mean. I've forgotten about this, but I just remembered. It's, I think Anik is engaged. And then Derry confesses his feelings. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what happened, but I think I remember the baseline of this. We'll see. we'll see. It looks like they I've, wrote this one too, so hopefully that means it's, it's gonna be great. Good. <laughs> but I also hope our boys are in it because it doesn't say anything about them. We'll, all right, we'll come back to that. <laughs> so I guess do you have any? What's the scoop? Um, I have. It's a little thing, but yeah. well, here's the scoop, and I'm gonna tell you. R and J have Funko Pops now. I saw I'm, them, I, and I love that they're sold together. <laughs> yes, it's so freaking cute. Uh, even in toy form, you cannot separate them. I, I just, yeah, I'm not like a collector of those things, but I'm not either. But it's there cute. are sometimes when I look at one, I'm like, oh, that's cute. If I collected those, that's one I would get. Yes, and Dylan. And Jen put up a thing. Oh, hey, look, there's a Funko. So Jen I'm is. I have to start following him. She's, Dylan like, is great. His fiance is awesome. I want to grow up to be like her, even though she's. I think she's younger than she, me. I um, want to be her when I grow up. <laughs> but she put when your fiance is a Funko Pop. I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's been very few that I've been like, oh, I want to buy that. And the other one was it was Tom Holland, but Tom Holland. As Rihanna doing the umbrella. That fun- one is a Funko Pop. And, is classic. And that's one that I would have for the collection if I had the collection. <laughs> along with our boys. Very, You'd have a very specific collection. I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. It would be your, uh, it would be your wall of men you know what i mean yeah. like the, the ones that are okay yeah. my list in funko pop form <laughs> my list in funko i love that oh my gosh i have a couple little things all right there is a okay there's new christmas merch on letterkenny.tv so the official letterkenny site they've got a new christmas sweater that says don't forget with tradition nice and it's got the christmas sweater pattern and the dog on it 
It's nice. super cute. Nice. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on there right now that's on sale. That would be perfect. You know how like ugly Christmas sweater parties are becoming a thing again? Or yeah. they have been for a few years. That would be a perfect one to wear to like a sweater party. Yeah. I'm going to have to go look at that. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> They've got hockey jerseys that you can get. I want I want Jonesies. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. They've got Jonesy yes. Riley and Shorezies. And then they've got the, I think they've got both the Shamrocks and the Irish. And they've got one you can personalize and put your own last name. And then they've got a Letterkenny flannel that's got the little dog on it. But lots of, lots of cool stuff that's on cute. there. They at one point had a onesie that I wanted to buy you, but they sold out immediately. Uh. I was like, this would be so great. <laughs> so I'm going to get for it for baby Amber. friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it, it was gone immediately when Aww. it came out. And then there was, a, this is more of, I guess, previously, it's not really put previously on it. It's just, it just happened. This is just a <laughs> thing that happened. So Tyler and Dylan went to the Comic-Con in Michigan and they did meet and greets there. And I'm kind of bummed I didn't know. I would have maybe tried to go. I've never, I've never been up to Michigan, but I think it'd be so fun to to meet them in person. I have a friend who goes to conventions like that. Mm -hmm. And so she'll post pictures periodically and she has one with Daryl from Walking Dead And she has one with the guys from Boondock Saints. And then she has one with Sam and Dean Winchester and Castiel. Yeah. I've never really felt drawn to go to those, but I'm really kind of high-key jealous of you right now. (laughs) Yes. But at the same time, you know it's super crowded. You know that it's expensive. Yes. Same thing with the Letterkenny Live. I want to go so bad, but it's not cheap. No, I was really actually kind of shocked when you told me how much it was for tickets to go. Yeah. Because even One, they... because I'm cheap, but two, because that's kind of a... I mean, it's a well-known show, but it's not as super well-known as... It's surprising that it would be that much in the States. Yes. I think. Yeah. So, it... Nate was like, that would be awesome, but no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was my thought was, that would be cool. You know, seeing Elton John when he comes to town would be super cool, but no. Yeah. It's just there's certain <laughs> things that I draw my my monetary line at and that's yeah yeah (laughs) that was past my line totally get it is there anything else that you want to say that you've been wanting to say but you haven't got to because you've been gone so i i actually had to kind of refrain from taking notes when i was listening to the podcasts of things i wanted to interject but it would have just ended up being too long so (laughs) could have done a a catch-up yeah like a a, (laughs) this is amber's thoughts while she's been gone (laughs) episode yes If you want to do that, we're feel free. We can figure out <laughs> something. It'd be like a reaction video, you know, like how yeah. people shoot the YouTube videos. Like my reaction to blah 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 blah. Like <laughs> this is my reaction to the podcast in my absence. We've probably ended this one, and because we've got to save something for next time. <laughs> so we will catch you all next time for season five, episode six. The one I can't pronounce. Yes. The good luck to you next week. <laughs> the one that's French. <laughs> All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Amber's notes. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. Thank you.
you have any questions about this episode or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line. 